The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Hello, I'm Tom Waddle and I drive a Hawk. It's a new season and I'm liking the lineup. Get to hawkauto.com and choose from Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, Subaru, Cadillac, Mazda, Volkswagen, Nissan, and Wagoneer models. And a huge selection of pre-owned vehicles right now save with 0% for 60 months or no payments for 90 days. Find your next car today at hawkauto.com. Drive what I drive. Drive a Hawk on select models with approved credit. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvia, live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago, the new home of the Chicago Bears. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Barstool Big Cat. Host of Pardon My Take. And voluminous tweeter at Barstool Big Cat. It's time for his weekly conversation with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. By the way, my math was off. Many people have corrected me. It wasn't $2 per condom. It was $0.50 per condom. So maybe a better deal than I originally thought from the mail order that the couple got. That they wrongfully were you doing SIU math there for a minute? Is that what you were doing? (laughs) Many people have tweeted me. Uh, Sylvie, that's not $2 (laughs) per condom. That is 50 50 cents a condom. condom. Uh, Barstool Big Cat brought to you by RJ Curcio and the Curcio Law Offices. If you need a personal injury attorney, give RJ a call. 312-321-1111. He's the best. And Stella Blue Coffee. Get yours at StellaBlueCoffee.com. A portion of the proceeds goes to Pause Chicago. Before we get into the nuts and bolts stuff, Big Cat, what is the most embarrassing item in a store in person to purchase? Mm, I think I think any I think like the a diarrhea medicine or uh, a plunger. Plunger's always tough. That's what someone said. One single plunger and nothing else. Really? That's what Joe Z said. We've gotten many adult diapers. Uh, People have said when you go through the line and you're buying adult diapers, that's kind of embarrassing. I got one. I got one. Um, What about a Chicago Bears jersey? Yeah. Oh, wow. We got a few. You show yourself out, mister. People. Uh, You send yourself out. That was wrong. But it feels that way right now. You sound down. You sound really down. I'm so down. I don't know where you guys are at mentally. Sunday night was exhausted. very depressing. The best word yeah. I can use, Big Cat, is I'm exhausted. It, exhausted, and the cycle continues because Sunday I was as down as down could be. Um, and then I woke up Monday, and I was like, well, what if they go shock the Chiefs? But it's just, it's bad. It feels like we're, we're going to have to restart what did you everything. Say? What did, what did shock you say? Shock the Chiefs? Shock the- we're going to shock the Chiefs. We're going to shock the world. Like, what if? I don't know. Maybe, you know, Hungry Dog runs faster. I just, uh, that was tough. That was really tough to watch. It was everything. It was it was also the tease of, like, the first drive and then having it all fall apart again. Um, and now, and I, I think I said this, on, I've said it on everything, but you know that it's bad when you start getting the Mitch Trubisky screenshots, when Mitch would get screenshotted where it's like, how did he not throw this Yes, pass? yes. And now we have that going on. And I don't know football to that level. I don't know everyone's assignment. I don't know where he's looking, but 
it's just the results aren't there right now, and it feels very, very demoralizing. And the reason it feels most demoralizing to me is, is I was expecting significant improvement, not just from the quarterback position, but from the offensive line and the receivers and the coaching staff and the defense. I was looking for significant improvement across the board, and like the gut punch that we got in week one, this was not any more soothing. No. Chase Claypool showed up, though. Mm. Well, the touchdown, that was big for me. But, no, it's, you're right. It is um, – and I don't know I, – I, I, I'm curious what you guys, where you land right now, because it does feel like we're now in this debate where – and I think the answer is somewhere in the middle, but, like, play calling versus fields play, I think both are kind of screwed up right now. But I don't know what the answer is. It, it, it feels like we, we've gone backwards on everything that was finishing off the season last year. And 12 losses in a row, it's like event. you got to win some games at some point. You have to start winning. I don't think either is complimenting the other. I, I don't right. – like I've said, you know, like I would – I've said this so many times, I'm tired of hearing myself say it. There's, there's a ton of blame to go around. Um, nobody escapes the, the blame game at this point. Um, the coaching staff is not – Obviously, they're not putting the quarterback in a position where he's comfortable because he's not playing confidently and comfortably. And he's not providing enough answers at this moment as well. So, like, everybody's culpable at this point. And we are, too. And we are, too. I take culpability here. Everyone's (laughs) got to do their job. No, I'm serious. I I think that, you know, part of the reason why this is so demoralizing is we all got our hopes up to probably a, a, a level that wasn't fair for a three-win team last year. No, and I know that that's just don't, don't part say of being that. a fan. No. no, but it's part of being a fan, and, and I, I'd rather have the blind faith and be excited about my football team, but I think that there is part of that plays into the equation where our frustration as fans, um, you always have to remember that, like, this is a long season. These guys have been through it. They probably aren't feeling the same way we are, even though they we, we hope they are, but it's just different for them. So I... Yeah, we probably got ourselves too excited. We got ourselves a little bit ahead of our skis, so to speak. See, I got mad at Waddle at the beginning of the show for that. Like, I don't think Waddle and I were both at eight wins. I don't think asking our team. Which is, by the way, a below 500 record. Eight, people don't eight and nine. Yeah. Like, uh, going from three wins to eight wins in a league full of parity when Aaron Rodgers leaves the division and you're expecting your quarterback who had an okay year last year to take that third year step after getting a lot of draft capital um, and signing free agents, having the most money in the National Football League, I don't think, Big Cat, that's asking too much. I don't think that's being greedy. I don't know. I just oh, think about some of the things I've said. You're yeah, broken. I've said a lot of things. You're I've broken. said a lot of things. I'm broken. Oh, I'm yeah. totally broken. I don't it, – it's, it, it, it's as broken as I've been in a very long time because it just feels – Feels like we're at the bottom of a, a hole and we're never getting out. Like so, we're never getting out. So you and and you're out now completely on fields. You're not like no, no. Sunday night I was. I said some things in the heat of passion. What's the old saying? Never go to bed angry. I went to bed angry. Okay, I held it too long. I'm not. So now you're, you're is, back. Now you're back. Well, He's no, back. I'm not all the way back. I, I I'm being. I think for the first time, I'm being realistic about everything. He has not progressed as a quarterback. He has not looked like an NFL quarterback this year. And the the things that you need to see from a year three guy are not there right now. 
So I am being realistic that, yes, of course I want it to work out. I, I love him. I want him to succeed. Seems like the best guy ever. But you also have to have that realistic talk with yourself and stop making excuses and just say the fact that right now he's not an NFL quarterback the way he's playing the game. We're talking to David Kaplan. It's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. I was waiting, I was waiting for the flipper that's sound. A fair, that's a fair assessment, is it not? Well, wait, I heard this on Pardon My Take. All right, uh, let's do it. Bucks twenty seven, Bears seventeen. Um, it's over. It's over. What's over? It's over. The Justin Fields era. It's over. He's not the guy. It, it's it's bad. He. It's over. Like how much more clear cut does it get than it's that was, over? That was Sunday night. That was after a very emotional day. I went and had a sleep on it, and I said, you know what? Let's go. Let's keep the key. That's I. That's not flipping. That's listen. You guys don't have to tape a show right after the game, okay? You don't. Oh, you get you. a whole day. Poor you get you. a whole sleep. You get to talk about it. You get to look at the tape. I have to get. I watch a game and then I get right into that studio and I have to give my thoughts. And guess what? They're raw sometimes. They're, I say stuff is very dumb. So that's <laughs> I, it's the honest. truth. It's the truth. It's I. It, that was an emotional spot for me. I was as down as I could be. But then what do you got to do? You can't you can't be doom and gloom all the time. You got to pick yourself up by the bootstraps and say, let's go. Dust yourself beat off. Patrick yeah. Mahomes and the I'm, Super Bowl I'm, champs as 13-point underdogs in their house. I'm smelling game of the year. <sighs> I can't. We're going to get killed. <laughs> by the way, the Chiefs haven't had a Chiefs-like game yet this season. That's what's yeah, got me most concerned. Yeah, but you bet on Chase Claypool. Now's the time to bet on the Bears. If you can bet on an anytime Chase Claypool touchdown and win that, Now's the time to take the Bears and the points. Is there a chance, and I keep asking myself this, like why why don't they just go? I know that you have to see the progress as a passer, but it does feel like what they've done, they've overcoached Justin Fields to a point where he doesn't even want to run anymore. And it's like the whole, the whole reason why he looked great last year was because he was such a threat running the ball that everything became easier throwing the ball. And I don't know what – again, I, I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know what it is, but he doesn't feel like that – the best way I describe it, last year it wasn't perfect because there was a lot of times where he would leave a clean pocket if his first or second guy wasn't there. This year he will stay in a, in, in a clean pocket for three, four, five, and then it's too late to run. So I don't know what the, I don't know what the happy medium is, but it's driving me nuts. Let me, let me ask you – let me give you a comp because we were having the discussion about overcoaching. And like, uh, and then maybe getting inside your own head because you're overthinking, and now you're not letting it flow. You're just paralyzed because you're overanalyzing. Is this Kyle Schwarber leadoff hitter, where instead of going up there when when they tried to make him a leadoff hitter, and I know he's he's let off since, but remember when he started leading off for the Cubs, and then he yeah. went, and then he was a terrible hitter, and then he he couldn't do anything. And we're like, ooh, well, I thought Kyle Schwarber was going to be a star. And and when Kyle Schwarber just goes up there looking to hit, he, he is who he is. Sometimes he's going to hit a buck 90. Sometimes he's going to hit 220. But you know what he's going to do? He's going to hit 40-plus bombs every year. Going to drop dongs over the wall. Well, yeah, he's going to hit a 500-foot home run every now and then. He's going to drive in over a 100. And he's going he's gonna to hit big home runs in big moments. Is that yeah. who Justin Fields is? He's imperfect as a quarterback, 
but he's still going to be a dynamic player. Yes or no? Right. I, I like the comp, but then we go back to the discussion of, uh, you know, is that because this is a future thing? Like, is that something that you're going to sign up for for the future? I don't know. These are these are tough questions we keep asking ourselves. I'm, I'm just tired. I, I am too. I told you, to I'm exhausted. <laughs> I am totally exhausted. Look, I think that they, at this point, what they need more than anything is to get the kid some confidence. And he needs yeah. to be responsible for creating, you know, some of this, you know, good feeling as well. But do whatever it's necessary to try to get him on a roll early so that things can build. And I say that, and I hear myself say that, and then I go back to last week where their first drive was fantastic. You had a couple of big chunk plays to DJ Moore. You had the rushing touchdown, and then it went punt, 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 punt. And yeah. like so, like I've twisted myself up in a in a pretzel as well. Yeah, you're in the same place as me because it's like I actually think the most important thing that the Bears need to do right now is win a football game. You got to find a way to win a football game, and so it's cap. it's hard because we 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 keep talking about the future, and this is the year that we're going to figure out what the quarterback situation is. Throw that aside and win a football game, and then figure out everything else later. You know what I mean? Because we're I think that's part of the pressure that we're putting on is like he's got to be perfect right now. No, he's got to just win a football game because it's getting crazy how 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 they keep losing and it looks this bad every single Sunday. And by the way, there needs to be a little more, and I think that there is a lot of focus, but there needs to be even more focus on the defense. Yes. Which, yes. you know, we keep talking about the offense and some of these other issues. This is a defense that has not forced a turnover yet this year in two games. And has one quarterback sack. And the money was put into the defense. Yeah. So you're right. Like, the Baker Mayfield looked phenomenal on Sunday. You're absolutely right. It's, it's at, like, it, it, they're kind of skating by because Justin Fields is dominating the conversation. But right. it's a, and, and you have a defensive coach. That's the other part where it's like, Eberflus got to, it's, not, he can't feel good right now and he shouldn't feel good because, you again. You go back to like I know the Bears are rebuilding. I know this is a long process. I know there's picks coming up. There's cap space. But if you can't win a single football game in the NFL, there's a problem. It was the Colorado Colorado State game uh, the best college football game we're going to see all year? At least the m- full of the most drama that we're going to see Ooh. all year. Ooh, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy. I don't remember a football game that had that that type of like. It, it felt like a sideshow was going on during the football game with all the celebrities and interviews and like late hits. It was, it was something else. And I I screwed up. I take uh, uh, melatonin to to sleep at night because I otherwise my brain is just going to be racked by sure. Justin Fields questions. I in the. Late third quarter, I went to my bathroom and I I put popped two of them. Yeah, and I I swallowed one and then I realized, wait, what are you doing? And I spit the other one out, and it still wasn't enough. I fell asleep in the middle of the fourth quarter. <laughs> I couldn't do it. So, but it was. I watched the rest when I woke up in the morning. It was that was that was pure college football. And I don't know. I I don't understand the Dion hate. I know that people don't like when someone is boisterous and and talks all that junk, but. He's great for college football. This is like 9.3 million people watch. This is in a a year in college football where it doesn't feel like there's any dominant team. uh, He is an unbelievable story. I think they're probably going to get smoked against Oregon this weekend, but still, it's it's an awesome, awesome time to watch. I think that the number was there was still over 8 million people watching the game at 2.15 Eastern time. 
That's crazy. That's I crazy. mean, like you're right. That's the best thing that's happened to college football in quite some time. Right, and it's and then obviously all the weirdos come out of the woodwork being like, you can't rush the field. I can't stand that. It's the, it's a bunch of people who don't remember what it was like to be 18, 19, 20 years old and how much fun it is. And I, every time I see someone tweet about that or talk about that, I'm like, you, your life is pathetic. You're a pathetic loser. Yeah, yeah, you're just, you're like, I know it's not an upset, but you're celebrating an unbelievable comeback in an incredibly dramatic game. Right. And you're also 20 years old and probably loaded and right. having a great time. And your like, team sucked last year. Like, you're right. just celebrating the greatness that is your team this year. Who knows how far you're going to go, but you are just, you capped off an incredible couple days where ESPN made your campus the centerpiece yes. of college football. And it probably cost you 150 bucks even with a student ID to get there, so you got to get your money's worth. Oh, yeah. How much money? Oh, I don't know, but like, I mean, they've the tickets, and, and obviously the students get in for whatever, but tickets for these games are like, it's crazy, the cost. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, on a scale of one to ten, where's your angst level with regard oh, to uh, Cubs baseball starting this is tonight? Great. I'm, a, I'm having a great time talking <laughs> to you guys. Um, I'm at probably eight out of eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, they're, me they're, too. They're not good right now. They're not. And they, the worst part is, it's like, they, it's not like they've been playing world beaters. I know the Diamondbacks are hot, but to get lose two out of three to the Rockies in this stretch. Like you have to sweep the pirates. You have to. The pirates are not good. So are they this, frisky? This does, are the pirates frisky? I guess you could say they're free. Everyone's frisky against the Cubs. Everyone's good against the Cubs right now. I this is it, it is depressing, Sylvia. I, like I don't know where you're. Like this is bad. It's bad. Well, Saturday night was the first night that I got pissed off. Like I I've been up and down with this team. Like we were both wanting to sell. And then they reeled us in, and, and like, I, I hadn't panicked yet. But Saturday night when they blew that game, I got pissed off. Um, and But, I, like, you, it, since you're doing your best cap impersonation, repeat after me, you need to say um, the Cubs just need to have a cup of coffee and, and try to win a baseball game tonight. <sighs> the Cubs need to have say a cup it. of coffee, still blue, and try to win a baseball game. There tonight. you go. Way to go. But this it's, is bad that we're just like, I, all we're saying is just get a single win from any of our teams. Yeah, I know. they need. You're right. They need to, in the next two series, they need to win five out of six. So if that's sweeping the Pirates and then winning two out of three, I think they're both two, th- three-game series from the Rockies. Five out of six in the next two series – I think they should be okay. I, they should be okay. I think. But that, that's, that's a big I ask. Well, I, yeah. Winning the five of six even right against now. bad teams. is. Still, I think your baseball team actually plays worse against bad teams than they do against good teams. Minus the, uh, the D-backs. The D-backs have just dominated you guys. Well, so then that's good. They just got to get in. Yeah. Because guess what? In the playoffs, it's all good teams. They'll win everywhere, right. everything. <laughs> Absolutely. It's bad, though. It's bad. It's been a bad, depressing, you know... Little stretch here. Got to yeah. figure it out. Got to win a game. Got to win a game one way or the other. You have a cup of coffee, then win a game. Yeah, a cup of coffee, then win a game. That's what Captain's saying. Yeah. That makes me very nervous. <laughs> he doesn't. He no, that's bad. We're yeah. not going to win. We're <laughs> gonna we're gonna lose every single one of these games to the Pirates. So uh, a couple of things. Uh, you are you guys are playing uh, golf with Kepka, correct? Yes, yes. The uh, the live pro am which is close to the public. I don't really understand that. Uh, 
but yeah, there's it, there's it's the three of us. Hank PFT and I are going to play with Kepka. Um, I saw Robbie Gold's going to be there. Uh, Erlacher's going to be there. I think Ken Griffey yeah, Ken Jr. Griffey, Ooh. Bo Jackson. Yeah. So yeah, it should be a good time. I'm going to embarrass myself, but it's going to be a great time. That's pretty. That have you played in a pro am like this before? No, I don't play golf. I think, <laughs> but that, that that's pretty cool. That's never stopped you from going to the course. Well, we're going to do a scramble, so I think the format is going to be me, PFT, and Hank versus Brooks in a scramble. And I already told Brooks that, like, when I when I hit hit the ball, you know, a hundred yards into the woods, I'm not. We're not going to look for balls. We're 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 spraying the whole course, and we're just going to leave them out there. You you you're playing golf with Brooks. Carm tried to get Brooks on the show today, and he got a firm no. No. Oh, you should ask me. I would have also gotten a no for him, but yeah. I, it would have yeah, been, been a nice, <laughs> nicer no. Is, is Brooks' brother a, a, a good guy as well? Brooks' brothers? No, Chase, his brother plays yeah. on the uh, live tour as well. Yeah, Chase. I, I've never met. Actually, I have met Chase, but I don't. I haven't spent a lot of time with Chase. But well, uh, right, because you yeah. don't. You don't want to hang out with you know the 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 brother, the Kepka brother that's not rich and famous. I get it totally, but I just wondered if he was kind of a, uh, a well, good listen, guy as well. Listen, listen, listen. I, we were friends with Brooks. I think when he had one major, so he's won a lot of majors as as part of the friendship. So I, I take offense to that. Oh, okay. Well, you take offense to anything right now because your dauber is down. Down, way down. Oh, it's so down. I'm, what, such a sad, I'm so sad. I'm just a, a sad, sad person just moping around. Like, it's it's bad. You know, when you're, you know when you're in that mood, and it's so sad that this affects my mood, but you know when you're in that mood and you can tell, like, other people, like, I don't want to be around this guy. That's how I've been the last two days. Uh, well, it could be worse. Um, first of all, my wife wants your reaction to this. I've gotten a text message that my wife wants your reaction to this uh, breaking uh, housewives story. Uh, oh, have okay. you seen? And Best of Bravo on Instagram wants your story as well. Uh, okay. Or your reaction. I so you're you're. I'm not a housewives guy. I just am in the room while my wife is watching the housewives. That's you, such you, a cop out. What That's are you doing in the room out. while she's watching? Well, I'm usually yeah. like on Instagram, or I'm I'm reading social media, reading um, sports stories and stuff like that. Oh, you're such a you're such a hard guy. You're just watching. I can't you stand know, it, Big Cat. On, but you're it's so bad. Sports. Like they, I watch. Embrace it. Embrace it. It's 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 vapid it's, it's television. So bad. They're com- so. But it's great. That's what makes it great. You don't have to turn your brain on. You can just sit there and watch it. They were. I watched a little bit yesterday because they were at a resort in Mexico that we're going to soon. There was an episode Ooh. on yesterday. So, uh, yeah. so they, Another vacation. Another okay. vacation, yes. <laughs> this is in February. Uh-huh. So there's, I guess there's this woman. Her name is Shannon Bador. Is that how you say her name? Well, this is a, is this New York? Because it's a new cast. This is Orange County. I mean, her name is, oh, is okay. Shannon Bador of Real Housewives of Orange County. Okay. Uh, she, and this is your, this is from Barstool Sports. So it was posted on Barstool Sports. Okay. Uh, it says, uh, Shannon Bador of Real Housewives of Orange County got drunk, hit a house with her car, Ooh. then yep. pretended to be walking her dog when the cops showed up. So okay. she, she ran her ran her car into a house, but then walked away from the scene and pretended that she had nothing to do with it and was walking her dog. What is your reaction to this insane housewives story? It's the old Lance Briggs. I like that. I like <laughs> someone stole my car. Um, I the, the housewives. This actually isn't that crazy for the housewives though, because the housewives 
are like the Bengals from like 10 years ago when all those guys got arrested. They've got, they all have stuff. They all have a rap sheet. So they just, that's what, that's how they operate. I think this gets her street cred because now they get a whole story arc where they talk about, you know, like, oh, she's sober and like, oh, she's fixing her ways. And, and then gets mad about that. So it's, it's actually good for her. her Sylvia, career. you used to think all of the Kardashian stuff was scripted. Maybe this was scripted. Including like the Lamar Odom stuff. Yes, yeah, I, right. I, I know. That was a little different, but okay, if you say he, so. He got paid to do that. He got paid to almost die? Yeah, we right, but he didn't right, die. Right. Did he die? <laughs> right, yes. Did he my guy over here, big cat. Good Look, point. Yeah. That's a good point. He didn't die. You're right. Yeah, yeah, You're right. Like, like all this stuff. I, 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 I think everything that's happened. Scripted. Have you ever been asked to, to not you, Sylvie, uh, Big Cat, have you ever been asked to participate in Dancing with the Stars? Ooh. No. Why? I'm not a star. Oh, yes, you oh, are. stop. No, 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 no. Would you I, do no. it if you were asked? No. Would you do it? No. Why? Heck no. Because that's like you, that, that feels like homework. Time out. By, like, okay, that's fine. But by the way, homework. half of the people yeah. that they asked to be on that, I don't even know who they are. So I would argue that... Most of their contestants aren't quote unquote stars either. Yeah, but that's like do you like you know how hard they work. I don't want to do that. I don't want to try. It's kind the of key exercise to life, for it is. Yeah, but the key the key to life is never trying too hard at anything. So that when you when you fail, well, no, you'd be like, Oh, I didn't really try hard. This would be a great story. You go, you have a couple of beers and a few smokes while you're at practice and they've got film no. of you doing it. And, no, and I'm you out. still win. Even without yeah. even trying you win. Homework. That is, it, it, it's like, oh, it, they're basically making me go to the gym and I don't want to do that. So, no, absolutely not. <laughs> what if it wouldn't make you healthy? No, he doesn't. No, care. it's not worth it. No, there's other ways. It, I, I'll get all those empty. There's other ways. There's other ways. There's other ways. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right, yeah. big cat. All right. Are we going to, are, are we going to win this game on Sunday? No. Shocked okay. All right. <laughs> How, How bad gonna are we going to get beat? How bad are we going to get beat? I think we could cover the spread. I really actually do. I think we. I yeah. think we'll lose by ten. I think we'll lose. I'm by with 10. you on that. Yeah, let's cover. Yeah, cover the yeah, number. Let's cover the spread. Baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> good stuff, big cat. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Dobber up. Dobber up. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It's great as always. Barstool Big Cat again. Brought to you by R.J. Curcio and the Curcio Law Offices. Check out R.J. Uh, today. Uh, coming up next, M- uh, Meller's waiver wire. Uh, if you need some help in fantasy, because. They're, the injuries are stacking up. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, one of the most dynamic uh, players in fantasy football is going to be out for the year. Saquon then got hurt for several weeks, or at least at least three. Um, and then there's other injuries that you got to hit the waiver wire for. Plus, uh, if you got Bears phone calls, want to take those calls, 312-332-3776. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. The good stuff from Barstool Big Cat. Get the down as I've heard him sound in a while. He, he can get down with the rest of us, though, that's for sure. Oh, boy, he flipped, though. Oh, yeah, was. Blaming the timing of the podcast, recording right after the game. Uh, Meller's waiver wire right now, and uh, then we'll get to more of your phone calls. Courtney Cronin is going to join us. 
some of her uh, reports uh, on what she thinks is going to happen here this week at uh, Hallis Halls. They get back to work tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, Miller's uh, Weekly Waiver Wire brought to you by Telemore Dew Irish Telemore, Whiskey. Telemore, Telemore Dew. What's up, boys? Is this the waiver wire music? I love this music. This is kind of like classic NFL films, yeah. baby. Got an array of different. I didn't recognize for that it was NFL films right away. Oh yeah, I've Did got you hear like the trombone there. Right once the trombone came in. Yeah. Can you name the composer of all the classic NFL films? John Tesh. No, no. He was NBA on CBS. Sam Spence. No, Sam, Spence. Sam Spence. Sam yeah, Spence, the uh, that. conductor for most of the great NFL films. Mozart. Music that you hear. Did you always know that, or did you look that up recently? No, no, I, I, I remember seeing um, Steve Sable talk about... And for what it's an easy name and it just stuck in my head. But yeah, Steve Sable talked about how Sam Spence was vital to kind of like helping them create the mythology on NFL films and those classic shots, seeing that the football spiral in the air, spinning in the air as they were creating the mythology around the uh, gridiron. Great, really does bring back great memories. So yes, Um, and of course, fantasy football, which just crushes the soul of. Men and women everywhere, when you watch your favorite player, one of them, go down with a season-ending injury as we did last night with Nick Chubb. Oh, God, that's gruesome. Uh, just, you know what? Here, my son, I'm going to bring this up because uh, this did is you what... you just call Waddle my, your son? No, no, I'm sorry. My son. my son, Alex, once he was in the shower last night as Nick Chubb was, you know, going down with a season-ending injury, he has Nick Chubb on his fantasy team. Ooh. He hopped out, and I, I had to break the bad news to him. And I said... Alex, just so you know. Tell off, and Nick Chubb's done for the year. I said, exactly. I said, I think he's done for the year. And the worst thing was, he was skipping around all last night because he had Nick Chubb, and the guy he was playing had, uh, like, the Browns defense. And he was confident he was going to walk away with a win. And sure enough, he didn't. And he immediately goes to his app and sent out nine trade offers oh. to the members of his league. He's learning from you. He was trying to... No, no. And I, I, basically, I was discouraging him. I said, that's completely unethical. It's called a Meller. No, it's not. I was. I told him that's exactly what you don't want to do. But uh, nevertheless, he did not listen. He sent out nine trade offers. I think all were rejected. So By don't way, do that. Don't be that guy. It, before you give advice real quick, how did your son handle uh, the fantasy weekend? Uh, not good. No. Uh, he's yelling at a lot of people. Owen to nearly came back in one game, but we're all not Owen how he's two. doing, but like how he's handling, you know, the play of guys on his team. Because I know he was yeah, a little upset with people. Give me the play-by-play play this time. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. All right, Mel. All right. So Nick Chubb done for the year. The biggest increase in volume will likely be Jerome Ford. You saw him last night rip off that sixty-nine yard run. Nice. Um, because Deshaun Watson got it on the crackback. But I don't necessarily know if I don't know if I buy what Kevin Stefanski Stefanski's selling when he says that he's gonna be the lead back. We're already hearing stories about Kareem Hunt being brought in as a possible signee. It's Listen, sort of like when Robert Sala says Zach yes, Wilson's our that's quarterback. That's exactly what it is. Okay, for you, how long? You, you have to, I think if you own Nick Chubb, you have to definitely go ahead and make Jerome Ford a priority. But I'm just telling you. Well, I, I get it because 
Kareem Hunt was there yeah, when Nick Chubb this, was there, too. This, this is my point. He was there last year. He knows yeah. the playbook. The only reason so, he didn't come back was because he didn't like what they were offering. So even though Jerome Ford is the guy who everyone's going to tell you to go pick up, like I'd say snag Kareem Hunt off of waivers, too, because I think there's a decent chance can that— Can you even snag a guy if he's sure. not employed? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can, yeah. So I think that's, you know. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a free agent. You can still get Tom Brady if you want. Yeah. Really? So I think Jerome Ford right now is the lead guy, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if Kareem Hunt ends up being their guy. Zach Moss in Indy, if he's available still, he got almost every snap for the Colts, and it looks like as long as Jonathan Taylor is not going to be in their backfield, he's somebody who you're going to want to use. It's a frisky Colts team. It is. Did Did you see who's back today and get up? Yes. Oh, and pancakes with Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday's yeah. back. I saw him breaking down Justin Fields. Did they ever, though, address? Did they Did they ask him about they it, Sylvie? They called the coach a couple of times, but no one really went in. And I was I was trying to see. Oh, if, why, uh, like, I think you need to, to devote an entire segment and just say, be like, Jeff, okay, what, what happened what, what, for what, those four or five what, games? Right. Like, like you can't just move on. Analyst, yeah, you can't just He's pretend. He's a fun analyst, but the, the, I, there was... I think you have to have him and Greeny yes. sitting like off to the side. Yes, and Greeny does like a little dude. kind of say, "Dude, what? Yeah, what, what, what's going we, on?" Yeah. I want you to break down the offensive line play here of the Philadelphia Eagles and why it's yes. so important to them. But before we do that, I How know there's thousands show? of people out there that want to know what happened in yeah. Indianapolis. Yeah, what what happened against? The Texans, what happened against the Vikings? Yes. How'd you blow that lead? Jalen Warren. You saw him last night. He's explosive. I think he's the better running back in Pittsburgh. If he's available on your waiver wire, go grab him ASAP. He's actually, the uh, of the guys I've mentioned, he's the priority for me because I think there's it's only a matter of time before he has unseated Najee Harris as the wow. lead running back in Pittsburgh. He's more explosive. It's just Najee Harris, I don't know. He's not really lived up to the billing wow. of being a first-round pick. By the way, Bijan Robinson. I know, listen. I know a master of the obvious here, Nasty. but that dude's got some wiggle. He is exciting yeah. as all get out. Mm-hmm. Some receivers to take a look at: Josh Reynolds in Detroit right now. Uh, Amon Ryan St. Brown is dealing with. Uh, it looks like an ankle injury. So we know that Jamison Williams is suspended through Week Seven. So I would say Josh Reynolds right now has had a pretty good impact the last couple weeks, and I think he's going to be somebody who could see an increased number of targets if uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is hurt at all. How about this guy? I don't want to start him necessarily, but Jaden Reed. I know you were tw- you were actually texting us about him, Waddle. Uh, you in know, I, Green like, Bay. I liked watching film of him, like when when the the draft right before the draft, and and you know, look, we were talking about receivers. I, I watched some film of him. He's not Justin Jefferson. I get it. <laughs> well, but, that's a high bar. Well, I know, but I mean, my point is, is like he's not going to be a one. But I thought he was a guy that could come into the league with good route running, play in a slot, and make make a little bit of noise. Well, and that's exactly what he's doing, operating in the that eleven personnel as their third wide receiver. He scored another two touchdowns this past weekend, and I think, especially with Christian Watson, you know, dealing with injury and not playing right now, he's somebody who I would consider starting as like a flex spot if you're in deeper leagues. Adam Thielen, you know, he's underrated still. I think he showed you last night. There's not a whole lot of wide receivers in Carolina. So for fantasy purposes, I think Adam Thielen's, you know, the old dog who might be able to get you by from week to week. And then finally, keep an eye out again. I, Kadarius Tony. Look, it was an awful opening week, but 
they made an effort to get him the ball this he past fumbled. week. He, he did, but he recovered it, right? Yeah, he did. And right. here's the, here's the deal. We're going to get targets. Yes, exactly, Sylvie. And against the Bears this weekend. Oh, boy. Travis Kelsey, and I think Kadarius Tony's the only other wide receiver I really want to start in Kansas City. So there's uh, somebody Not who. Sky Moore still. Nah, like, listen, I don't think Sky Moore is going to be somebody you can count on from week to week, personally. Okay. I think Kadarius Tony has more upside. So there's their running back and wide receiver. I don't really need to give you tight ends because there's just not too many good tight ends out there these days. Maybe Taysom Hill. You know what? He's probably the guy who stands to benefit um, with uh, uh, Jamal Williams going out last night for the Saints. There is a, a tight end slash who runs the ball. So he's somebody who maybe if uh, he's out there on your waiver wire, They're going to give him touches too, right? Well, I they mean, always do. And it's kind of a cheat code for tight ends yeah. in fantasy football. All right, good stuff from uh, Meller on the waiver wire. Uh, oh, your Bears call is coming up at 312-332-3776. I told you I had a fascinating ticket story. I don't know if you guys heard this. Is that ticket? Ticket. New, new way of buying tickets for a professional sports team. That a sports team is, is trying out a new policy here. Um, I want to share this with you coming up next. Ah, commuting in Chicago. If you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. Saw this uh, on Twitter today. I read the article on the Miami Herald. I don't know if any of you three have read anything about this, but the Miami Marlins obviously are in the wild card race with the Cubs. They're trying out a new way of having their fans buy their tickets. Obviously, the Miami Marlins don't draw well in that area. And they're working with this uh, new way of buying tickets, a partner called Ticket Rev. And what you do if you want to buy tickets, they may institute this policy for next year. They're just trying it out for the last week of the season. Fans go online to this site, Ticket Rev. And and uh, I think they're the the Marlins dot com, and it's called Make Your Pitch. Make Your Pitch. So you go and you you pick a game, you pick a section you would like to sit at, and they have like a suggested price for that section, and you make a pitch and say, I would like to pay X amount of dollars for this game in this section, mm-hmm. and they tell you. If it's accepted or not accepted. So you could say, I want this game in this section for $25. And they either accept it or decline it. And the cool part is, if you're accepted, that's the price. There are no more fees. So whatever the price is, there are no like processing fees. There are no, no taxes. Right, right. That's the bottom line price. Like, you know how... Oftentimes, the ticket value is $25, and then there are taxes, and then there's the city amusement fees, and then there's the website and, and, and different things. So, you know, I don't know how, how low they're going to accept. $4. Right. I don't know if, if they're going, what they're going to accept. They suggest you, you come close to the range that they suggest. But I think that's kind of cool. I think I'd lowball the hell out of them and see what happens and then enter a new bid if I don't get it. <laughs> just keep going. Yeah. So, and, and maybe it's just a, a novelty and maybe they're going to get 
almost exactly what the ticket costs. And this is just a new way of getting more publicity and more traffic. And, right. And, like and ultimately, they can always say no to any uh, offer you put out right, there. Right, right. And ultimately, like a $24 ticket may just get you 20 Like they may only accept $23. Then they sell you a $40 hamburger once you get in. That's dumb. If you've got, uh, uh, what do they call it, pricing? If you've got dynamic, dynamic pricing, pricing yeah. and it's benefiting you, get ready for the $24 12-ounce beers coming your way. I think uh, the, the lower the cost for those, the better. Like, I think that that's the most overpriced thing going is, is the concession thing. I know they make their money that way, but the, all these teams can learn a little bit if they would lower the cost of... Of their beer and, and the hot dog and the popcorn I, I'm and everything with you 100% like that. percent because like Atlanta if, did that for football, didn't yes, they? Yeah, and I think that you know what they, they they sell more, which I think at the end of the day maybe maybe they hit the same number, but your fans are happy. That's what you want, right? Yes, you want them absolutely. to come back. Yep. Uh, Matt and Streamwood, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Matt? Hey, Sylvia. Hey, Waddle. Thanks for taking my phone call. Sylvia, I was at the game on Sunday in Tampa up in the 300 section, and there was a lot of Bear fans up there. Probably about 70% were up there were the Bears fans in the 300 section, and George was up there, and I got to take a picture George, of him. He George was with the was fans. With got, guys. He was with you guys up there, huh? Yeah, he was up there in the 300 section. I think he was doing a TV interview and then came out, but the Bears fans were cheering him. And the only thing I could say to him, Sylvie, was how just disappointed I was with the development of this team regarding the coaches, regarding the staff, and regarding the players, what did he say just, to you after you said that? He just he said he had to go to the he had to go to his TV interview, but that's all I you know. I, I just was sad, Sylvie, with this the GM, the head coach, and the players and the development is just everyone is regressing. And when we watched the game, Sylvie, it was after the first drive, that was it. There was nothing more for the offense after the first drive. There was just nothing more. We were going backwards, even when Justin got the ball in the fifty. We went back 20 yards, and then just the fans became apathetic, Sylvie, up there in the crowd. Just became apathetic. They just resigned to the fate that this team wasn't doing anything. And the second and third quarter went, and we just basically had nothing. We had still, I was looking at the stats and looking at the scoreboard, and Justin had 62 yards passing, and that was it. And that all came on the first drive mostly, Sylvie. And I was just sad. I'm like, this is just sad. Is that every time after the first drive, that's it for Justin. And in regardless of the defense as well, Sylvie, the defense just was not there. It just was not there. Baker Mayfield was 11 for 12 on third downs. Are you emotional for- right now, or, you, or, is, it, or am I just, is it just the phone line right now? What is that, Sylvie? It's, you sound emotional right now. I am, Sylvie, because it's just, it, it's just it, I've seen this for 40 years, Sylvie. I'm, you know, I'm 48 years old, and I've seen it for four, and I just, after the game, Sylvie, I just wanted to cry. Just for Justin, I'm just, I had so much hopes for him, and there's just nothing there. He won't pull the trigger, so he, everybody in that crowd was yelling him, pull the trigger. Six seconds go by and sack. People are open. I see it, Sylvie. I see it. I see the people open, and it's just not there. I don't know what it is, what happened, and we can't, we can't take advantage. And the defense, too, Sylvie, they just cannot get off the field. Baker Mayfield torched us up and down the field. He looked like Tom Brady out there and Aaron Rodgers. And it was just, that was Baker Mayfield. And it was just sad. So the third down, just, just every, it's just the fans were just ejected. And when Justin threw that interception, 
everyone took off and just even they just became apathetic like the White Sox fans, Sylvie. They just became apathetic to this team. They just they just become numb. So when Eberflus says, Hey fans, be patient, you better be careful because I think they're becoming apathetic. Yeah. Well look, hang Matt, hang in there. All right. It it look, it's it's just football at the end of the day. One day we're gonna get rewarded. Um, it may be a long time from right now, but know that we'll we'll always be here to take your phone call, and um, and and when that day comes, it will be extra rewarding because of all the things we've gone through as a fan base. Thanks, Sylvie. Thanks, Waddle. You got it, Matt. You made me feel better there. Did Sylvie. I look like, at you? Or, did Sylvie? I know. I feel bad. He's uh, he was a mo. I've never heard Matt like that. Have you heard Matt before? Matt from Schumann calls all the time. Does he? Oh my God, he's like the most polite caller ever. Oh, that's right. He's always the one who's yeah. yeah, Like I'm, uh, like he took me from by surprise there. Matt's always, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, I got you. Yeah, you're right. This team's got me. uh, Has got me in a blender right now. Yeah, he. Team's got me in a blender as well. Did you? Did you know he was that emotional, Tyler? He wasn't that emotional. Um, he seemed a little more angry when I screened his call, but then he, you could tell he was very emotional when, yeah. he, when he was talking like, with again, you Like, again, like, I, 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 look, this is, this is a lot of people's way that they spend their discretionary income. Yes. The way they spend their free time. Um, they put their emotions into it, and, and it, and it's the same old, same old. I get it. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. You stop it over there. What am I doing? I'm doing nothing. You stop it. You stop it. You stop it. You stop it. Courtney Cronin will try to calm the fan base down. I need to be calmed down. And Waddle will be calmed down. Just you know what? Find a freaking answer to all that is bothering our team, Sylvie. We'll try to do that next, Waddle. It's Waddle.